You're listening to the Havoc Story Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Magnus Carlsen, and this is episode 47, More Than Stories, by Yasha Mariah. As our traditional holiday celebrations and the coming of the new year approach in just a few short weeks, we've selected a story with a very important message to finish off our regular season and carry with us into new adventures and challenges in 2022. We all know how easy it can be to slip into the day-to-day grind, and while responsibilities are important, I believe it's also necessary to remember that we are, by nature, creative beings, and we need to give ourselves the time and freedom to create. It can take many forms, but as we're about to see in this charming story by author Yasha Mariah, sometimes it looks like embracing something new and opening ourselves up to unknown possibilities. As Havoc listeners and readers all over the world prepare to bid farewell to 2021, all of us here at the podcast wish that all of you find beauty and inspiration in the open doors of the new year. Please enjoy More Than Stories by Yasha Mariah. Well, Graham, here's to you. Kevin popped a cap off a bottle of beer and tilted the first sip of pleasantly bitter brew onto his tongue. Graham had never cared for alcohol much. That was probably Gramps' fault. Too many bad memories. But Kevin's after-dinner beer tended to accompany reflection. And tonight was a night for reflection. Kevin's fist clenched around Graham's necklace, which, for some inexplicable reason, she'd willed to him rather than one of her granddaughters. It's true, Graham had worn the necklace ever since he could remember, and it reminded him sharply of her. (laughs) But to be frank, it was one of the ugliest necklaces he'd ever seen. A rough chunk of purple crystal the size of a golf ball, wrapped in wire and hung from a thin strip of leather. Graham had made Kevin's childhood special, telling him vivid tales of other worlds, of dragons and enchanters and magic stones and ordinary turned extraordinary. Even when he had accepted that grown men didn't have time for fairy stories, he treasured them in a secret part of his heart. It was this part of his heart that nearly broke as he watched her decline the last few months after her stroke. That part ached now as he closed his eyes and relived his last memory of her. You need the copper? Graham's hands pressed Kevin's, her watery eyes intense. Once you get it, the people at the gate will instruct you. But there won't be much time. Are you talking about the people in your assisted living home? Is there something you want me to do for you? No, no. Her hands flooded with agitation. I'm talking about the gate. But it has to be opened 
from the other side. You just be ready. All right, Graham. She must be talking about the pearly gates. She knew that her time was slipping away fast, and she wanted him to be prepared for her departure. She'd said more things like that of late, especially about copper, along with words that Kevin didn't recognize. The inevitable and merciful end arrived. The day after this conversation, Kevin's father called. Graham had passed away, peacefully in his sleep. Bitterness lingered on Kevin's tongue. Graham was gone, and all that remained were her stories. Well, and her necklace. Kevin turned over the pendant, observing how its violet crystalline surface threw sparks of light against the wall of his apartment. What was he supposed to do with it? Wear it? He dropped it around his neck, the crystal's weight pressed against his chest. Yep, ugly, but at least it meant something. Well, thanks anyway, Graham. I miss you. He lifted his beer bottle in a silent salute, took another sip and set it down on the table. Beside it, his phone buzzed twice with an incoming text. Unknown number. The gate is open. Prepare for entry. Huh? He picked it up for a closer inspection. He paused, blinked, shook his head. Why was the room warping? He'd only had one beer, and why did the dining room brighten more with each thump of his heart? He closed his eyes. Greetings, stranger. His eyes popped open. What the? Kevin stood in the center of a broad circular pavement of white stone, surrounded by crumbling walls and ivy-wrapped columns, the scorched ruins of some ancient hall. Beyond the walls, waves hissed against a rocky shore. A chill, salty breeze stung his face and neck. Kevin turned and started. Facing him on the inland side of the pavement stood five strangers. A man, with green scaly skin and glowing golden eyes. A man encased entirely in black armor and bearing an impossibly large battle axe. A freckled woman with velvety horns sprouting from her auburn hair, and hooves instead of feet. And two tall women with identical facial features but opposite coloring, one dark as ebony and the other as pale as lilies. Kevin swallowed around the lump of panic in his throat. Greetings, stranger, said the pale woman again. I am Rialan. And these are my companions. I have summoned you through the gate, for we have great need of you and your powers. I am confused, Kevin said. I, I was just having a beer. W wait, w where is my beer? His phone buzzed again. A message scrolled across the lock screen. One unknown potion added to inventory. The icon accompanying this message looked suspiciously like a brown beer bottle. What is your name, O oh Great One? Rhiannon asked, the wind lifting her long white hair and ruffling her snowy robes. Uh, Kevin Heatherstone, he answered, 
Narrowing his eyes, he said, You said you summoned me? Yes, by your copper. Rhiannon gestured to Graham's necklace and patted a similar crystal worn around her own neck. I have its mate. But it's not copper. Car, portal, or gate. Per, stone. It is from the old warden language. The last woman we summoned from your world misunderstood as well. The last? Her name was Ethel, I believe. Ethel? Old memories returned with new meanings. Ethel, my Graham. Then all those stories were true? Everything she told me when I was a kid about a magical world? I do not know what you mean by magical, Rhiannon said. But I understand that the rules of our world differ from yours. Kevin half-snorted, half-laughed, and glanced at Rhiannon's unusual companions. <laughs> Clearly. Are you ready, O oh Great One? Our quest is urgent. He studied his phone. Bad beer or magical made real, either way, it was enough to pique Kevin's curiosity. He lifted his hands in a gesture of openness. You know what? Why not? Lead the way. That aching part of his heart kindled a new sensation, the thrill of adventure. He'd always believed that fairy tales were only for children. He was glad he'd been wrong. You've been listening to More Than Stories by Yasha Moriah, narrated by Magnus Carlson. We appreciate your support for the podcast by listening and subscribing on your favorite podcatcher or by following at Havoc Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. For more stories by today's author and many others, visit Havoc online at gohavoc.com. Unlimited access to over 500 short stories is only $5 a year. Or subscribe with Patreon for exclusive giveaways, early access, and other supporter rewards. As always, thanks for listening to the Havoc Story Podcast, and we'll see you next time. This is Havoc.